0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: This week's episode has no paid subscribers, so you could be the one by going to the DadPodcast.com and just picking one of the links on the right-hand side. For $24 a year, you could change our lives. Or better than that... Make three people subscribe to the show. Spread the word and make us grow. Enjoy the show.
0: I said, hey, listen to me. Listen to my words as they vanish. Let's go chase the sun.
3: Welcome to the Dad Podcast, episode number 137. We are here. Uh, I don't know why to because they were queer. Uh, so get used to it. That's right. Paco and I finally at last have fallen in love with each other. We're making it real. We've got a great guest. I'm excited to have them uh, on the show. In fact, I'm going to get get them connected as we speak. We're going to do this kind of like a real professional radio show, a little bit. Holy cow. Holy crap, indeed. It's so about time. Let's see, the uh, the thing that we got to talk about, first things first, oh, that I yeah? got to get out of there, is you have a beverage in front of you, yes, yes, yes? I do. And what happened was, when we mentioned our night out in a rock and roll... <laughs> Careful, that'll curl cool your nostril hairs, young man. Uh, what we did was we had our night out I'm with in the trouble. rock and roll neighbor uh, of ours. I had an old-fashioned at the bar, and I can't remember how we got to talking about this, but... You were like, I've never... Oh, no. It started at Ruth's Chris. It started at... Yeah. uh, I apologize. Luna's birthday. So Luna's birthday is at Ruth's Chris. I had a couple old fashions. It's now my new favorite cocktail. And uh, so you said, next time we do the show, I would like to try an old-fashioned. Yeah, yeah. And so have you already taken a sip? I haven't. I was going to do it on the air. We're going to do a taste test right here. Absolutely. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. Traditional old-fashioned, you drop a sugar cube in, you give it a couple dashes of bitters, you muddle that, and that creates kind of like a... And then you put some ice in it, and that creates a little bit of a simple syrup. Mm -hmm. And then you put two ounces of bourbon in it. Okay. And uh, also there's an orange peel that I've heard guys that rub the rim, I've heard guys that are we still talking the about the drink? Yeah, you take the orange peel, yeah. rub it in the uh, inside of your rectum. Yeah, that just to give the essence.
0: <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Want just
3: the, it's a kind of a nice bar way of zesting it. Yes, just you know because you want you want just everything to be fresh down there because old good. fashions do lead to lots of blumpkins Oh God. To bring that full <laughs> circle, but there we go. So anyway. Uh, there's an orange peel in there, and then you put a maraschino cherry. I dropped two maraschino cherries in I there. I noticed. Just because I like it to be manly. Those are testicles that you're going to chew on <laughs> later. But uh, I will tell I'm you. i not the only ones. I have mistakenly purchased yes. when I bought simple syrup at BevMo because I don't want to muddle sugar cubes. I'm not, yeah, I can't be bothered yeah. with that shit. I'm an internet celebrity. I got <laughs> shit to do. So I bought mint-infused oh. simple syrup by accident, but okay. it's kind of refreshing. And then what I do is I put – you're supposed to put a – what is it? A scant teaspoon, which is just short of a teaspoon. Okay. I put a heavy teaspoon. I oh. like a little. I like a little sweetness in my old All right. fashion. All right. So. So
1: because of the the mint syrup. Yeah. Um. It's really an old fashioned. Yes. It's okay. a hay or, or a or a southern old fashioned. And I also uh, admire just for the presentation purposes. Yeah. That your rock. Yeah. Uh, the ice is cube, cubed. Is an inch and a half, two inches. Yeah. It's, it's a, just a. Did you? Did you chip that off of a larger block yourself? Or? Yes.
3: I, what I did was I bought an 18-inch cube of ice, and okay. then I perfect. I used a sawzaw. Great. And I perfect. No, I bought little silicone cubes for my cocktails. I That's drink a very lot of cocktails cool. Now, I've never so seen that big. Cheers, cheers! to you. Thank you much. Uh, best you podcast uh, co-host guy could ask for. It. Here we go. Yes. Cheers. Here's to losing more of your plosives. All right. How say you? Uh, I can feel the. The bourbon Ooh, already, yeah, yeah. That's a I don't think proof. I've ever had bourbon. That's Buffalo Trace bourbon, is what you're having right there. Ooh,
1: I don't think I've ever had bourbon. ninety proof <laughs> yeah.
3: whiskey. It's smooth though, right? It's pretty yeah, smooth, yeah, or no? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've sure. had three already today, so <laughs> that's what that is. Uh, before we get into it, too, when we get in with the guest, we the fantastic George sent us some music. We asked for some music. Oh yeah, yeah. And it it does not. Here's I'm going to tell you, it is badass. I want you all to buckle up your ears. You're not talking to me. (laughs) From badass rocking, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. But it is not nearly as badass as what we saw happen live, I believe. I don't know. Yeah. But when you see it mixed live and looped live... It it adds the level of difficulty. To me, what I watched him do with a guitar was the equivalent of six guys riding around in a Thunderdome-esque metal ball right. on motorbikes. Right. You understand? Yes. Any minute, something could all fall apart, but you don't know what.
1: Right. It added a, a level of performance that went beyond the auditory.
3: Yes, exactly. So here is, and this, and I I don't know. I'm, I know nothing about music. Okay. okay. But I could tell you that this dirty guitar, this that I describe dirties, it sounds a little bit Like an old school. Well, I'll just play it. Why keep talking about (laughs) it? He's over there saying, play the fucking thing. Yeah, probably. Um, Come on now. Right? Yeah. This is called Wolf at the Door. This is two men. One guy playing drums and our fantastic neighbor on the guitar. That means even that
0: that's him too, and it's gonna start for too long. The time is coming when we'll take it in our arms and just keep running. Even now, I hear that song. That's great.
1: That is terrific. Listen, we should close the show, play the whole thing at yeah, the Yeah, I
3: like it. That was my, yeah. that was my plan, but oh, I wanted good. to uh, give a little sample of that. But you know what I mean? Like, that's a, here's the thing. My fear is, is that my lack of musical prowess, because I'm merely an internet celebrity, yes. not really a musician.
1: Musical ecumen.
3: Ooh, what's that? That's not uh, on my calendar. Well, you check it out. It's probably there somewhere. Oh,
1: really? Got to, well, but, this sucks. <laughs> i got to wait a year to develop a, What does it mean, ecumen? I'm going to look it up so I get it right. though. you just, son it, of a it bitch. It essentially
3: means expertise. Uh, but I don't have that. You see what right. I'm saying? I know. But it, I like that dirty. It's a, It sounds like an old school guitar. Yeah, that yeah. just like, ga-ga-da, ga-ga-da, ga-ga. I got I got And right. I think it's like a distortion. I don't know. All I know is it makes the hair in my chest grow longer. <laughs> it makes it makes my uh, somewhat flaccid penis just a little more rigid. You yes. know what I mean? It just yes. gets it gets the testosterone flowing. It's, I'm sure it's that's exactly now. that's exactly what him and his partner were thinking <laughs> of when they wrote it. They were yeah. like, "We need something that's going to get guys rock hard." Yeah, something turgid. Get I, them turgid. I don't. Want, I'm tired of moist vaginas. I need some rock hard penises. Yeah. That's how you know you're real. That's why they call it rock hard. Anyway, enough of that. Let's bring in our guest. If now, if things work technically, then we should be able to hear the fair Drew, or as I like to call him, Denver Drew. Drew, are you there? I am, sir. Can you oh, hear me? Oh, he's in the room. Wow, Look at that. you sound see? great. Yeah, see what happens when you get a, a, a tech savvy guy who skypes in. He knows how to podcast. He's done it a few times, I guess. Gentlemen, but, I'm running through two mic prees just for you.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs>
3: All
2: right, Drew That's does, what I bring to the table when I come to the podcast.
3: Drew does not only disappoint. Listen, if there was ever two people that belong in a room together, it is Paco and Drew. <laughs> you guys love a fair share of a, a multisyllabic word. You like to throw it around. Yes. Uh, and then that that voice of his. I mean, how wow, could you not fall in love with fantastic. this guy? Fantastic. Right? Yeah. So, if I wasn't already hard from the music. Right. Then this is this is what we call the closers. We bring yeah. in Drew Sackerman. Am I saying your last name right, Sackerman? Yes. Nailed it. Uh, all right. So let's bring everybody who's a new listener up. I, was it a year ago or longer? Um,
2: I think the last year was about a year ago. About a year ago. It was, it was when we found out we were pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. got to yeah. be.
3: Because it was last Father's Day that Paco started doing the show, yep. we're coming up on your anniversary, and so we were still doing the rotation. Drew's a guest, so if you want to go back, we, uh, we, had a, we thought it'd be fun to have Drew on pre-kid, and one of my favorite things that happened was that he would refer to his wife as the P1, is that correct? That's correct the uh,
2: the pre- the pregnancy uh, gestation ship.
3: Yes. It's okay. okay. He called it the P one, and his thing when he they would have to leave a social engagement, he would say, "I have to go." The P one is on Bingo Fuel, which means <laughs> the, the pregnant wife needs food pronto post haste. Um, That's great. So now you have birthed the child. Uh, tell everybody: Did you have a boy? Did you have a girl? What is it?
2: We we had a girl. Her name is uh, Viviana. And she is phenomenal, man. I'm so, I'm such a, like, I'm such a doting father already. I love just, I love picking her up, just holding her. She's just, she's awesome. I, there's nothing like it. So, or
3: how about now, how old is she now?
2: She's almost six months. Okay. Uh, she'll be six months at the end of the, on the 19th.
3: So let's real quick, let's talk about what, what fears you had beforehand. If I did not have the shittiest day in the world, I would have gone back and listened to our episode. But you're. So you're that's that's okay. Me. I
2: didn't go back and listen to it either. So I have no idea what I said. I'm okay. just going to ballpark it. And, uh, <laughs> well, then let's. Yeah. yeah,
3: let's ballpark. What were you afraid of before the kid arrived, before Viviana? Uh,
2: uh, just being completely uh, overwhelmed and uh, um, sort of, uh, you know, maybe just not really knowing what to do, I think is the biggest issue. Like, oh, God, she's going to, you know, what's what's going to happen? Uh, yeah. It's just it's just kind of scary when you don't know. But once she got here, I was like, oh, okay, well, it's do that, I guess.
3: So tell me about the moment <laughs> that, uh, there was splashdown, the water break that did you freak out? What happened? Okay.
2: My wife was an absolute champion. Everyone's she was, in. she was my new superhero after I spent, so we, we got in early <laughs> at the beginning of the day. It was, I don't know, I think we got there at 7am or 8am or something like that. And, um, she was already in labor and, but it was kind of coming and going. It wasn't really all the way there yet. And, we waited and we waited and they said, Well, we want to try giving her this and it it wasn't Pitocin. That's what we we ended up doing that. But she tried something beforehand and nah, that didn't quite work. And then they put the Pitocin on her and it was like boom, she's in right away. <laughs> and um she start they they gave it to her slow but started ramping it up and um she Which is how the conception
1: happened as well. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You yeah. Gotta, Look, you got to start slow okay? right? For, for the for the listeners you yeah. start slow. Uh, so, yeah, so she 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 was on the drip and they were having trouble. The little monitors that they put on them. Did you guys have that, too?
3: Were they- yes, they put the belly thing. My my story was when Jacob was around, I uh, was around, was being born. They put the monitors on. Natalie was having contractions, but didn't know it. And so the nurse was looking at it, and I could see the little thing bouncing up and yeah, down. Yeah, there
1: must have been for us too. I just don't remember it. And she, oh, I was very man. drunk. They weren't invented when you <laughs> were having children.
3: Um, so she, she goes, "Are you doing okay? Are you doing?" It? And was like, "Oh, I'm good." And then she goes, "You're having a contraction." And Ellie goes, "Oh, that's what it is." You know, like kind of, kind of snickered. She goes, "Oh, this will be great." And then the nurse was like, "No, no, they're going to get much worse. So don't get too cocky." <laughs> right.
2: right? Yeah. I. So we had nothing but problems keeping those on. Like in the correct position, like the lady kept having to move them around, and she was like, "I don't, I don't know. We're we're kind of losing the because apparently they have to be continuously monitored when you're when you have pitocin. I didn't know this. Yeah. Anyway, so we get we get towards later in the night, and apparently. They're supposed to dial that back a little bit as this process goes along. Well, they didn't do that. So all of a sudden my wife is like buckling down to her knees and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And then they brought, of course, we brought the uh, midwife back in and she's like, no, you're like, we need to deliver the baby right now. So Wait, so you did
3: midwife. Was this like a home delivery? Did you do it in no, like a bathroom? No, we did or? it. At, we did it at the hospital, but okay. um,
2: rather than having an OB, we did a, a midwife and she was fantastic.
3: I bet. Do you, yeah. What's the word that they do? They also call that a doula. Uh,
2: no, so the so the doula is like the breathing coach, I guess. We didn't oh. we didn't go doula. We did oh.
3: Sans doula pro midwife.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I, not not that a doula is bad, but I was just like,
3: I understand you, know, you hate. Doulas. I'm going to be there. When I, I, I get it. it. What you're saying yeah. is, what kind of coach read you need? The lines? To if I can't do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, so so the baby uh, arrives. What was that drive home? Or did anything exciting happen in the hospital? Well, it's apparently, other than um, the
2: birth, date? yeah, she, yeah, she just. Had the kid extremely fast, like they. Uh, the midwife was like, "Okay, I guess we're. I guess this is coming right now. We gotta like get the tray." Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I. Uh, you need to slow down. Like, stop pushing right now. And she's like, "What are you talking? Like, oh my god!" And my my wife had not to be overly graphic, but that's. I know you guys were. Yeah, looking you're in for a that. safe place here. <laughs> yeah, I'm one 17 year old
3: kid who's stoned out of his mind listening <laughs> in Wisconsin <laughs> right now, and that's it. <laughs> Right. so
2: so ra- rather than just having the having the knees back and just kind of holding on to them, she had her feet put together in the middle, sort of like a, a little little triangle style, and she was kind of pressing her feet together, and the midwife was like. I have not seen that before,
3: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and this is what was comfortable for her to push, and almost like Apparently. what I would I would imagine. But she's laying on her back, but in that traditional, almost yoga pose where they do the oh oh. Right, I was describing? thinking like frogs. Yeah, P- pretty much. Yeah, yeah, sort of
2: a frog, a
1: frog leg pose. It almost and, feels uh, like you want to you want to push those, like pump it out.
3: Oh wait, so her feet are not like soul to soul. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I thought. Okay, yeah, right. I just sort of feel like
1: that. Would uh, if you just did this? Yeah, it's a completely visual Pump thing. Pump the baby out like a yeah. water
3: uh, bilge of some kind. Yeah,
2: or a, a, bellow, well, well, a
1: bellows. My a favorite bill of, yeah. was
2: uh, was when the midwife looked her and she goes, "Listen, you need to bear down like you got a poop. Okay, oh. get it done." And I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that's pretty aggressive." But yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it worked out great. It, it worked, worked out great. Everything she's, is fine. Viviana's here, and uh, <laughs> she's
2: and she's awesome. She came out, you know, perfectly healthy. They thought she was going to be big. Um, and th- they thought she was going to be nine and a half pounds or something like that, and so that's the whole reason we induced labor. No, she was fine. She was like seven pounds. Nice. And they said, well, you know, there's a two-pound kind of leeway on either side, and I was like, what are you a fucking weatherman? Are you shitting me? <laughs> like two pounds either way, so she could be seven pounds or she could be 11 you know, four pounds or she could be
3: right. Because if pounds. you think about it, an average baby is what in the seven to eight pound range. So that's a twenty five percent error. Like, am yeah. I wrong? Plus, that?
1: if hang on a second, if the average baby is is seven pounds, yeah, they should just always say seven pounds because they got a f- a four point swing. Yeah,
0: right.
3: Covered. Yeah, nobody's gonna be like, "Hold, this baby was almost eight pounds." You right. were wrong. Right. But
2: anyway, I, I mean, it's cra- it's crazy. My mom was like, I think it was more accurate when I was giving birth. Like, they, they just are way off. All, they were off for my sister's kid. They were off for my kid. Like, uh, I don't know. But anyway, it was it was that was a little bit um, disheartening when they were like, Yeah, it's going to be this giant baby, and look at the size of her head. And then she came and she was fine. So, no did problem. your
3: wife tell a nice old nun to fuck off like mine did? <laughs> no. Oh,
2: no, she didn't, no. and I have not heard that story.
3: You have not? No. Oh well, then I'll regale our fair listeners, uh, people who've been listening to the show for five years, are like,
0: <laughs> oh fuck, <Right. laughs> <Another> story. <again>. <laughs> <But>
3: <laughs> what happened was is that she had to get an episiotomy, which requires you to do what they call a sit bath. You have to sit in almost like a bactine alcohol mix to keep the sutures and everything clean. That, on top of the fact with the epidural. Pumps her up, even though the epidural didn't work for her the first time. So she got none of the benefits and the side effect of being quasi-constipated. And she can't really push because she's already birthed a child and blah, blah, blah. So she's a little cranky. We didn't sleep the first night because we were stupid first-time parents who who read in the books that if you're going to breastfeed, the baby has to eat within the first 90 minutes. And you always, when you're a first-time parent immediately follow that sentence, although it never says that anywhere, but, or he will die. Like, that's always, <laughs> it's like a Chinese fortune cookie is what happens, is that if he does not eat in 90 minutes, he will die or thusly live a less quality life, because you did not feed him in the first 90 minutes. Absolutely. So, we were freaked out about that. I go, because I'm like, oh, now we've we've been through the night, he's eating, we figured it out, blah, blah, blah. I go, I'm gonna go take a shower, Live her. get her, you know, a chance to get some sleep. Well, during the day, is when they take vitals every 20 minutes. Evidently, they believe you should sleep at night. And um, (laughs) so they're in there all the time. And then I come back and I said, I go, honey. And she goes, oh, my fucking God. Thank God you're here. These sons of bitches will not leave me alone. She's in the bathroom. And I said, oh, okay. I go, so you didn't get any sleep? Not a fucking wink. She's so pissed. (laughs) And I go, okay. She goes, some bitch was just here. She said she's got some kind of paperwork for us. I told her to fuck off and leave me alone. I'm just exhausted. And I go, okay. And I she goes, she left it on the counter. And I look at the counter, and it's like Catholic, you know, <laughs> brochures right right. this is why you should join the guilty catholics is kind of like (laughs) so i go to to find the charge nurse and kind of nicely say hey can we just you know maybe do the vitals every 30 to 45 minutes instead of every 15 minutes because clearly she's okay you know like she's not dying yeah yeah and as i'm walking by the lady in the room next to us there was like whatever stereotype of a sweet old nun not the catholic school nun (laughs) but the sweet old lady nun in her early 70s that's about all of 4'8", whatever visual... Red-cheeked, yes. Whatever visual that begets in your head with the short gray hair and just the sweetest, kindest, grandmotherly-looking face, that was the woman that my wife told to fuck off who was trying to get her saved and save her soul is what happened. And,
2: and you did you see her toiling over the rosary just like, oh, that horrible woman? Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> the poor lady in 202, she's fucked. I tell her all the time, I swear, <laughs> if any time you drop it, I don't know why I just dropped an F-bomb, but... Um, I don't even know why she's Irish. Uh, I know or if that is an Irish well, you, accent. You went yeah, deep there. You went enough. deep there. She's got a backstory, and uh, <laughs> as all my characters on the show do. So, uh, so nothing big happened uh, while you were there uh, at the hospital. Just usual: feed the baby, change diaper, blah
2: blah blah. No, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, she came out, and she was she's a beautiful baby. And I, and I, I don't just say that as a parent, but like everybody that sees her goes like, wow, she's really pretty. Like she just is. She looks like. Kind of like Gerber baby. yeah. And so it, very awesome. And she was wide-eyed and was so sweet. As soon as, as soon as she was out, she was like, oh, let's just, she was quiet. And they said, "Well, you've got, she needs to cry or we're going to, we got to take her over to the table. And so she goes, meh. And just like this little baby cry. And the lady goes, she has to cry twice or we got to take her to the table. And she just looks at her and goes, meh. And I was like, well, I guess she responds to pressure appropriately. We'll keep that in mind.
3: I haven't quite decided if the people listening to this have already started to hate you. Uh, while they're remembering their own childbirth situation and how se- everything seems to be going smoothly and perfectly or if everybody's going i want to hear what his drunk wife has to say like i want to get <laughs> i want to get a couple old fashions in her and then i want like you know what i mean cuz it almost sounds too good to be true like like drew is getting to enjoy the buffered life of the male you know what i mean like i, I, right, I mean right. yeah like you
2: know, look there were tense moments i mean where are we're just you know again listen knees don't, are pander. don't pander, and, and, pander and, asshole I mean, I don't to- <laughs> I'm having to hang on to her. I'm like, oh God, okay, all right. What are we doing here? But you know, we got through it. It was yeah. good.
3: And yeah. so, uh, any are you now? You're settled in. You're six months into parenthood. Yep. How how are things going now? How's the P1? What's her situation? She's fantastic.
2: Yeah, she's doing. She's doing great. You know, she um uh, the the ladies will be very angry. Uh, she she was on a, a strict diet because she had uh, gestational diabetes. Uh oh. So mm-hmm. um when she was done. With the birthing and everything like that, within I think a month or month and a half, she was in her pre-pregnancy genes.
3: <laughs> oh, mm. yeah, yeah. You're so, not scoring any brownie points so far with right. this phone call. How, oh, oh. how long did it take you to get into <laughs> so her pre-pregnancy jeans? I, I was very genes. impressed. That's a good question. Baco wants to know how long it took you to get into her pre-pregnancy genes. Oh, sweet Jesus! Uh, <laughs> I, 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 as soon as humanly
2: possible. Right.
3: <laughs> it was. I don't know mm. if it's because I'm less of a man. Listen, I'm a big fan of banging my wife. I'll be the first one to tell anyone. <laughs> I'll tell her. I'll, obviously, I'll share it on the Internet. But I'm saying that was not really prevalent in my head. I wasn't like I didn't have the tick down time. You know right. what I mean? There wasn't no, the, I didn't either. Ad, I didn't, I, the vaginal yeah. advent calendar hanging above our <laughs> bedpost. You know, <laughs> I didn't have it. I was like, Jesus, that many rings to make six weeks like this is crazy. I don't, <laughs> Isn't that right? Six weeks if she does yeah, vaginal, yeah. right? You have to wait yeah and i i i
2: again it wasn't a um it wasn't a rush or anything like that I mean we definitely took our time and then we took our time if you know what
0: I'm saying yeah. like, you know
2: it was yeah i mean i, I think a, a reasonable amount of time before we were both like, mm, that's probably just right now is a good time <laughs>
3: just it feels it feels good now was it well I don't listen, I don't did your wife have to have an episiotomy and you tell me no, if I'm going into an area no. that is too personal. Okay. Oh, no no no
2: no no. So um didn't ha- didn't have to do an episiotomy. Um had a little bit of tearing, very minimal. Um wasn't anything crazy and uh uh no, she was great. Um and then after we had baby, she had I don't know, I would say 4 or 5 days where she was up multiple times in the night and things like that. And then oh boy. she started sleeping <laughs> through the night oh, oh, almost Drew. right away. Oh,
3: Drew, listen, <laughs> you need to change your name. Uh, there are going to be people listening to this that are going to be coming for you. And you just, um, I listen, I did everything I could for you. I tried to even try to have some awkward post-epesiotomy sex, but now it's, she's back to pre-pregnancy genes. You guys are sleeping through the night already. I'm not sure this is a real, you have some kind of Stepford baby. (laughs) First of all,
2: I have to apologize. Uh, Mrs. Denver just came in and said, uh, I have a couple of corrections because she's sitting in the other room while I'm doing this. Uh, she said, I fit into my pre-pregnancy jeans after two weeks. Thank you very much. And we had sex after four weeks. And I was yeah. like,
3: okay. Got it." So, there you go. Well, yeah. here, you have at least one fan. I don't know. Well, and I know you're a big-time gamer, although you're more of a PC gamer. But our friend Daniel, who likes to play Call of Duty with us on the PlayStation Network, he says, I don't mind listening to this. He's cool. What pisses me off are the irresponsible people irresponsible people who haven't even left the hospital and are bitching on Facebook about how they don't get to sleep, not in the way of Natalie, but in the way of thinking that parenting was going to be easy with an infant. What the fuck did you think was going to happen when you became a parent? Well, that happened to me in the hospital where I was, I would, the first night we were there for two nights. I believe you have to stay there if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, So we, the first night, Natalie didn't, couldn't really sleep because she was uncomfortable, but I tried to get her at least two or three hours at a time by taking Jacob out and, like, kind of doing laps around yeah. in the little stroller-type bed thing that they have for him. Yeah. And the nurses could see that I was tired, and I was joking around with them, goofing around with them. And they at one point they said, you know, if you want to get some rest, you could give us the baby. That's why we're here, so you could get some sleep. And I said, I understand that. I said, but I only have another night, and then I will leave here. Uh, and I will not have you. <laughs> so what I need to know is what is my limit before I think about holding this baby underwater? And I understand that you're mandated reporters. <laughs> oh, my God. But what's great about nurses is that they have sick, twisted senses of humor. Uh, so they kind of laughed it off and they go, they go, okay. I said, so I need to find where my breaking point is, and that way you guys can literally tag me out when I've hit my limit. Right. So I can see it coming when I'm home by myself and don't have anyone to call. And what's great is that they didn't get uncomfortable at all the statement, but what they did tell me was great stories about the people who will come back in the middle of the night begging uh, some of them, I mean, this is we're in Southern California, so there's a, a wealthy person here or there offering thousands of dollars to purchase one of those like plastic bins because they think that's the reason that's why the, the baby was sleeping when they're that's that, funny. Was because oh, it was no. at the hospital, yeah, it's very funny stuff. They call you, go, we need it. They some of them just come back with the baby and go, something's wrong, she just likes it better here. And it's funny because it's just exhausted people who can't think straight because they're so tired, right? right. It's uh it, is, uh, it is a funny circumstance. Well, listen, I'm glad that. That you're back to banging around i'm glad your wife is in her pre-pregnancy it sounds like you just living the perfect life i'm glad weed is legalized there for you in colorado yeah, yeah, that's a, that's another
2: there's yes it's no it's no problem you know listen crime is down gdp is up everything's great here <laughs> so yeah but le- but real quick i do have to say uh don't listen to justin you take that baby and you hand it to the nurses and go all right we're gonna sleep you just bring her back when she needs to feed my sister was like adamant about that. She goes, we made that mistake with our first. We did it with the second. Don't just hand it over, hand the baby over. They'll take her to the nursery and then you can get some sleep. It was, it was pivotal. It was was pivotal. Oh my God. We actually slept for, it wasn't a long period of time, but like a few hours. And I was, we were so wiped because we had started at 8am and just, it had just gone on and on and on. And we'd been there all day. And my wife was in labor all day. And it was like, Just exhausting. Yeah, that's
1: that's good advice because I can remember the terror of being home and it's just the two of us, and she's useless. I mean, because she's just wiped out. And so it's
3: just me. Did Luna have a cesarean or she go Uh, (laughs) badge?
1: What? She did not have a cesarean. Okay. All right. You're
3: not, you're not comfortable talking about your wife's vag on this show? just not comfortable with the word vag. What in general? Well, what what's the nice, what what, what do know. you prefer you I call it? Do you do want you to call it
2: nat- natural
3: childbirth? Is well,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. No, 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 it's I want right. to know what
3: your pet name is for your wife's hoo-hoo, though. <laughs> I don't really have a pet name for Hold it. Hold on. Let me get you another old-fashioned. You'll tell no, me
1: Seriously, time. I'm my ears are hot. You did me in, dude. I know. I can tell. By oh, jeez.
2: And by the way, what's, what's with the old-fashions, gentlemen? I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm listening in pre. I'm just sitting in the green room waiting to come in. Guys are drinking old-fashions. I'm like, you know, listen, don't just a bourbon. It's just a straight bourbon. Really? Bourbon neat. The come bourbon on. neat? I, I mean, know. look, I, I'm drinking scotch over here, okay? It's 18-year oh, McCollum. Well, I'm here just listen to scotch.
3: his voice. It's like he's, yeah, he's a yeah. character from some, like, 1950s <laughs> drama of some kind in a smoking jacket. He's drinking
2: old fashions. <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> and I'm the one going under the gun for a scotch? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Listen, I will tell you that I searched the internet for manly cocktails and old fashioned. They, some Buzzfeed type article said that it was manly, and I, this, I'm,
1: the, I'm the victim of peer pressure. So you really can't lump me in with this. It's I'm going to like, enjoy like
3: a Martino
2: Next guy, you
1: know. But to to uh, what, what I was saying, just to say, yeah, while you have experts there, take advantage of it because in a few short hours they won't be there. And it'll be you and this other creature. Well, that's what I was doing. I just hands. didn't need them
3: at the time. I was okay. Listen, oh, I'm not judging you. I'm a I'm a fucking Navy Seal when it comes <laughs> to parenting.
2: I yeah, can, and you have a bug out bag to prove it. I'm, I do. Right, right. I do. I'm
3: ready. I'm ready. Listen, at a moment's notice, I can be called to duty to bang some other mom across the country. But I'm but I'm saying uh, that I I I don't know. I, I can I could go all night. My wife she crumbles. She's listen. She was a she was a fucking super soldier when the kid first came home both of them especially when there was two of them oh my gosh because there was no sleep being had by her but i feel like now that it's kind of gone the other way but maybe it's because after five years of no sleep it's catching up with her finally so maybe i still am really the puss here
1: i don't want to start in on you too soon uh sir but uh me or drew drew sorry. sorry Yeah, you got to figure it. Well, don't <laughs> make eye gone. contact.
3: Look at your computer. I was trying not him? to look
1: at you. There's nowhere else to look in this phone It's hard we're when you're sporting
3: a buzz. You got to make eye contact <laughs> with me. You get all intimate.
1: Uh, you know, uh, enjoy all of this and don't fool yourself that having the second one will only be twice as hard. It's actually a much more complicated uh, logarithm Logarith- or algorithm. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Can't wait for any uh, This just. <laughs> Complete silence on the other end. Yeah. I thought, oh, it's, we, we've got this in the bag. We, we can handle the one so we know what we're doing and everything's going to be fine. And then it was just exponentially more difficult
2: with the second kit. Are you so planning? You, you're the third person to say that to me. And I actually, I'm I, <laughs> I contemplating going, no, nope, one, one's, one's sufficient. One is sufficient. <laughs>
3: well, what is, what is the plan? Did you guys have, well, let's ask this. Did you have a number pre-birth?
2: Uh, no, we no, did okay. not. Cause I, 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 was the one that waffled. I mean, I, I think we talked about this on the yeah. last time I was on, I, I originally didn't want kids. And then I was like, well, I softened on the idea. And then I was like, I want a baby. <laughs> I was like, I was like a middle-aged woman with her ovaries on fire. And right? it, was just, it was horrible. But anyway, so we had the first kid and I thought like, well, you know, we'll just see how it goes. And everybody, I, I thought we were getting pressured on the first one. Oh my God. The second one that they're coming out of the woodwork. Oh, you can't have an only. You can't have it only. They're already starting on you.
3: Yeah, I don't yes. know who these people oh, yeah, are. Why know. do they care? They, it's the same thing about getting married. They Everybody yeah. wants you to join their level of hell. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> Pretty much. really what yes. it is. If they find out that you get married and you're happily married, then they're like, oh, let's throw a kid in that." That ought to fuck yeah, up. Yeah. And then if you have one kid and it's pretty easy, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll double down, asshole. Maybe we'll get lucky and twins and sh- jump straight to three. I
1: should have advised him to get back to it as quick as possible to yeah. fuck up his thing. Right, exactly. Which is so sweet right He's now. He's having,
3: you know, 4 weeks' sex, and uh, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Everything well, is not, great. Now,
2: now, look, we did have, we've had some, we've had a few issues. She, so she started having some sleep regression, and so she was starting to be up in the night, like, you know, typical baby stuff. Yeah. You know, She's up like three, four times in the night and she's needed to be fed and she was having issues. So we've been working on sleep training with her lately to get her out of the, I have to have mom to be able to go back to sleep. I've yeah. got to feed to go back to sleep. And she's, it was like pulling teeth. It was horrible. Oh, so we man. said, you know, we followed all the instructions and everything. Like you got to let them cry. You got to let them sit and cry it out for 10, 15 minutes and then go in and get them if they're still having issues and stuff. So listen to that. It's like, it's the worst. If you're not a parent, you can't even fathom how horrible it well, is to have to sit and listen to your child, like, reaching out for you,
3: like, please. Oh, God, please. To make this a, a full-blown mangina knitting session where we all <laughs> – this show hasn't gotten more parenting-oriented than this very conversation yes. here. But we did – we tried the sleep training with Jacob, and it blew up on our face, big wampum. Like, Oh, yeah? he. Here's what happened. He was good about when Natalie was home on maternity leave, she could set him in the crib wide awake. He would go to sleep on his own. I was so in love with this child, it still am, don't get me wrong, uh-huh. but I was so in love with this child that I I just love the idea of being able to watch uh, multiple episodes of Nip Tuck with him asleep on my chest. <laughs> right, right. We saw many a horror movie together, me and that baby boy while I had yeah. him, and it just felt so good. I felt like I was in the club of fatherdom, you know what I mean, when you're just there with a baby on your chest and sometimes yeah. playing some video games with a baby asleep on you. It just felt good. But what happened, I ruined him, so he could not <laughs> be left...
0: Yeah. in the crib while
3: wide awake. And yeah. so she then tried to, you know, do the sleep training while I was gone on the road one time. And then when I came home from the road, I went to go and it. I go, I don't know what happened with this sleep training, <laughs> but it has to stop immediately because now, like it used to be, if I got him pretty deep in a sleep, I could lay him in his crib. Yeah. At this point, he could be dead asleep on me, like drooling on me asleep. Yeah. I would walk through it. He would feel like a disturbance in the force, the mm-hmm. threshold of his bedroom and just start and start to, and then i could take a step back into the hall i'm not kidding oh wow take a step back into the hallway and he would just kind of relax and then the minute i crossed the threshold i did it like two or three times like, <laughs> like it was a divining rod of yeah some kind. yeah yeah it was crazy so they, that we just kind of went with the idea of going let's not make the same mistake twice by letting his father ruin the other child <laughs> and so therefore we're pretty okay on that end but uh
2: yeah, the one thing that we've seen, that seemed to work for her, and I mean, again, every kid is completely different, but um, we can't put her down if she's asleep. Really? She has to be tired and almost asleep. If you put her down when she's asleep, you're screwed. She wakes up every single time. It doesn't make I, any I think difference. I she think could be out for an hour. Exactly what you're saying. She could be out for an hour. She could be
3: out for two hours. Oh, and then we lost drew then we lost that's what that's all right. which by the way it's funny if the skype connection drops out because i think he maybe sound better than us on this show like uh, he sounds fantastic oh my gosh oh wait my internet is down that's what happened oh no even nobody can even hear us live it's it says it's reconnecting Uh-oh. for uh for mix lr we're just we're just here we're strictly podcasting we are alone in a room right oh, now oh
1: no that's terrifying.
3: Uh, well, let's see if uh, if Drew comes back. I don't know if he will. Let me check uh, my assumption is I'll,
1: I'm going to, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, Filibuster. Okay. Um, I was watching a, a recent episode of Justified. Yes. And uh, uh, Justified goes to see his wife and his daughter. I just call him Justified. And uh, he's got a, like a six-month-old daughter in the character who you don't see very often. <clears throat> and the whole point of the scene was that uh, the baby is crying out of control. The mother's completely exhausted because she doesn't have the support she needs. And they're trying to have like an, a, an intense adult conversation with this screaming baby next to them. I wanted to hurl my TV out the window.
3: Just from hearing the baby? Just again? from
1: hearing that baby. I've never heard a baby cry in a film <laughs> or television show that was that much of like a knife or a, 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 an ice pick
2: to my cerebellum, <laughs> which would have been preferable.
3: All right. Well, we're back, and I think we've have Demger Drew back with us. Are you back, Drew? Yes.
2: This internet interruption is brought to you by Comcast Xfinity. Comcast. I don't think it's your fault. No, I, don't I think, think it was your. It was
3: my fault. I'm having. I here's the thing. I have the upgraded internet package with Charter, and I called them today about literally almost essentially having a T1 line, where to be like, yeah, 100 me megabytes it. download, but it's still only five megabytes upload, and I was and I get four megabytes now, and I'm like, so wait a minute, for twice. The cost you're gonna only upgrade my uploads. Well, you're a network. Uh, you're like an IT guy, Drew. Maybe you sure. can tell me that it's absolutely worth it to have all this in. But here's what I'm experiencing: my PlayStation gaming isn't going so well now. And then now I'm seeing issues with being able to stream the show live. That's my livelihood. You know what I mean? Like it's right. If right. I need to pay more, should I should I upgrade the internet here, Drew? What should I do?
2: You know what? Um, I can tell you my experience here at my own home, which is there is no good option. They both suck. I have two options. It's Comcast or CenturyLink, and they're both absolutely dreadful. they just, <laughs> there's no good option. So, right. uh, CenturyLink is slow, and it just seems to always slow down the longer and longer we have it. I switch over to Comcast. It's solid, 60 meg, 60 meg, and then zero meg, and then 60 meg, and, so, and it just drops in and out. Either no, there's no good uh, no good response to that okay. but uh, you know if but if you do ramp it up, I think you'll find that yeah that your gaming is going to go better because that's your down you're not doing as much up with it um, and certainly any anything you can add to your up is always going to make you know the back and forth on this easier. yeah exactly you know yeah i mean. It's, of
3: course, although i th- like I was saying when you dropped out is that I think you sound better on my show <laughs> than we do. I don't know how you're doing it or what you're doing it, but we'll talk uh, maybe more offline about that, but I think we were interrupting you with talking about every baby is different, oh yeah yeah. yeah every ba-
2: every baby's different ours it she's she um we can't put her down when she is That's right. actually asleep, yes. yes, and I was so, kind of liking that idea because in a sense
1: it helps her learn how to fall asleep without you, yeah. But yes. on the other hand, you don't want to be in a car or someplace else where she goes to bed early and then you know if you try to put her down, you're screwed.
2: Yeah, and I, we've we've had a few of those days, too, where we stayed out somewhere too long. And by the time we drove, my, my aunt lives about uh, 45 minutes from here, and we go and visit and, and – by the time we came back, it's like 9.45, 10 o'clock. She's sleeping in her car seat. And I'm like, we just let her stay in there as long as possible. Like, <laughs> crack her, the, crack we the window out? and call it a night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, literally, I, I said, we'll just put her next to us the, on the couch. Throw and, the baby monitor in there.
3: Yeah, if the cops get called, do me a favor and let me know because I could share that on my This Week in Bad Parenting on Omaha <laughs> Classic Rock Radio because there's many a story. The, I, it's always weird to share it, but there's many a story where you find about the couple that left the baby in the car so they can have freaky sex inside. Like, when I say many, what? I mean, yeah, there's a ton of those where people, like, really, cops hear a, reports of a baby crying in an SUV in the driveway and so then the cops show up and, you know, you know, man and woman are in like some kind of weird outfit of some kind and, kind of ashamed yeah. and embarrassed and go, oh well we the baby was asleep when we got here well, and
1: they should obviously be putting the baby inside the house and having freaky right. driveway sex.
3: If it's a baby in a car seat, that baby can't remember anything. Like, you know what I mean? I, 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 most well, some of the best sex I've had with my wife was with Jacob in a bassinet like ten feet away. It was pretty awesome.
2: I mean we just we, we have the one that kind of puts into the there's a base and a seat and we just, just pull it in and out of there. Like we yeah have, exactly. I, it's not like it's hard. So, yeah, I mean if 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 that's If you're having trouble with that as a parent, you got a long road to hoe. Okay, bitch, it's not going to go well. (laughs) I mean, seriously, like that's, that's, it can't get any easier than that. Push the red button and just lift
3: and set it in the entryway and they'll let you know if they're upset. Right, right. It's not hard. But uh, so do you have a new name now for your lovely bride now that she is post pregnancy? She can no longer be called the P1, is that correct?
2: (sighs) Yeah. And honestly, we've already, we're already, we too deep. It's mom and dad, and we're just... Oh, always, really?
3: Yeah. Do you refer to her as mom when you talk to yeah. her now? Oh, yes, I, I love that. I always like yeah. that when my grandparents would do that. He would come in and be like, mother... What 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 what's the plan for lunch? And I I don't know. I like I kind of thought it was cute. I tried it out a little bit with my wife. Like it didn't creep her out or yeah. anything, but it just didn't seem to work with us. But yeah,
1: well here's the thing. You do say you're 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 uh, redneck trash, don't you? Or yeah. White trash. Yeah. Sh- she may actually have also been his mother. Oh,
3: that's true. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> he is he is with the angels now. How oh, dare right, you right. besmudge the fantastic memory of my grandfather <laughs> with smudge. incest? Yeah, what is it? What's the word I'm Well, besmirch to say? is really how that phrase works. All right, listen. Sometimes, I like sponge Occasionally I lose my <laughs> plosives too. All right? I can't oh I can't God. have a slip up every now and then no, it's it. I made you an old fashioned. You did. I'll get Wars you some of the calendars. mixed metaphors. are fabulous. So good. <laughs> so good. It's what I bring to the table. I will fuck up a turn of phrase. Oh, yeah, right, that's yeah. what I do. Yeah, uh, and I learned it and from my my stepmother, who is English as a second language. She would like to do a lot of you know, you get two hands in a bush that way. That was her favorite thing. Right, right? Like that kind of stuff. Um, uh, so you don't. So it's just mom and dad. So you, she's cool with it. She calls you dad, and yeah, and then you go, hey mom, how's things going? Yep. All the time is that like your pet name for each other now? I mean it's not it's not all the
2: time but yeah, we, you know we interchange I like it.
3: I like it. Yeah. I, I kind of yeah, want to it's pull it It's
2: it's comfortable. It's it, oh, it's so easy. And we we fall we fell into the parent thing like really easily. I mean again, I I, I don't know I don't remember how long ago it was that we talked, but so I've I've switched jobs and um, I'm doing consulting now. Yeah, you I, just I, I started I, that before the
3: baby. That. that was last year, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I've been at my company for about a year and I could not be any happier. I'm so, it's awesome. Where I work is awesome. That's it's me That's and a bunch great. of other nerds just building stuff. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's all. That's it. I mean, we just build computer applications and databases and stuff, and it's everybody is as big a nerd as I am, and it's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we have we have a lot of um, uh, you know happy hours that happen. Kind of oh, spontaneous happy hours. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. This this is a uh, um, corporate approved. Oh, uh, great. Right. Where, uh, where they right. pay they pay for the beverages and.
3: Well, uh, listen, Drew. In the future, feel free to keep us updated with emails on how awesome your life is and how incredible. Everything, uh, which, by the way, Drew recommended when we had a wedding in Denver, we were going to try and have a lunch with the Sackamans uh, or mom and dad, as I now call them. But the she uh, does. but uh, it didn't work out. But he told us about the voodoo donuts that we tried upon our arrival. Natalie and I were in Denver for, I think, two days tops. Like we flew in in the early part of the day yeah. and then went to the wedding that night and flew out the next day. And we went on a food vacation that was a week (laughs) long in 24 hours. It was awesome. We went to so, oh my gosh, we ate so much food. So we went to like a pub that's right across the street from Voodoo Donuts. Mm -hmm. And then for dessert, we went to Voodoo Donuts, bought a dozen donuts (laughs) and ate them all. Not at that moment, but we ate half of them on the way to the hotel and then kind of picked at the rest of them as it went on. Oh, my God. What so makes good.
1: A, voodoo, a voodoo donut so good?
3: Okay. First of all, you're never drinking on the show again. Look. Okay. <laughs> Second of all. I'm sorry. It's the voodoo. It's the, you know, the French Southern uh, Black Magic that makes them so delivered. Okay, no. great. They have maple bars that they actually put an actual slice of uh, bacon on them. Wow! And they have there's lots of cereal. I mean, Drew knows more than I am because he's a he's a local. But uh, how often do you partake in the voodoo donuts? Did we lose him again? We lost him. <laughs> oh no! Is anybody out there? <laughs> there he goes, uh, Drew. I just asked you how long do you partake in the voodoo donuts?
2: Oh, you have to go sparingly. Yeah, good God, you have to go sparingly, or or you'll be. I mean, you're going to look like John Panette.
3: It's yeah. not going to be good. And, and by that, he means dead. And uh, yeah. so <laughs> well, he's he, not dead, but he's dead to me. <laughs> no, he's literally dead. He is literally. Oh, is he? Dead. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, I only know that because uh, about maybe four years ago, I was opening for Angela Johnson. Some of you may know her as the Vietnamese nail lady bit girl from YouTube. She now she plays a ton of theaters. She's been in a bunch of movies, including like an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. And uh, but anyway, so I was opening for her for a while and I opened for her at a club down here in Ontario. And there was a little boy who likes to watch stand up comedy on YouTube. And so he was obviously a big fan of hers. He was there to get an autograph because he was too young to go and see the actual show. Yeah, he sees me and he saw, he stops and he looks at me and goes oh, my gosh, can I have your autograph? And I was like, uh, yeah, but I don't I don't think I am who you think I am. He goes, no, I know who you are. And this boy's like eight years old and adorable. Yeah. And I said, oh, really? And he goes, he said, yeah. He goes, I love you. He goes, you go now. Like he, t- <laughs> he does some like catchphrases from John Panette's act. <laughs> 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 oh, other- no. Yeah, my other friend is standing next to me. And what essentially this eight-year-old had looked at me and said, you are a dark haired fat white man <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> knocking on death's door knocking Well, that's, oh, I didn't man. know then. And right, so I right. didn't know
3: what to do. And the mom wasn't there. Cause she was still taking a picture with Angela Johnson. So I just signed John Panette on this thing this kid had <laughs> and sent him on his merry way. But uh, yeah, it was, it was funny. Um, all right. So uh, I was going to say what may, or Dr- Paca was asking what makes voodoo donuts, voodoo donuts drew.
2: Well, so they only have two, no, take that back, three locations. Two of them are in Portland, that's where they started, and then they opened up one location in Denver. Now, what Justin probably hasn't told you is they have the most amazing business model of all time, okay? So donut shop, uh, first, 24 hours, solid, solid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Second, cash only, solid, good plan. You don't want to deal with any nonsense with a bunch of potheads showing up at 2 in the morning with a check, okay? not going to work out. (laughs) All right. Third, yeah. it is si- situated between a bar on the left and a pot dispensary on the yes. right. <laughs> I don't yes. think you can get a better business plan, no, and they're great. constantly busy.
3: It took everything in me not to go in there and try and buy some pot after buying the donuts. I wanted so badly just to go in there, but I didn't know if I had to show like a valid Colorado driver's license. It was fairly new at that time. If I, memory I serves, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't have a clue. I have not been into a pot shop. Yeah, listen. You have a kid now. Yeah. You can't you can't partake in that. Your mom and dad No. no exactly, exactly, right? I'm like, I'm just excited for House of Cards season 3. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's my life. <laughs> no, listen. that's why we listen to this show. I think because we're all there. I mean, to see the level of excitement on my wife's and my face when we had forgotten that Survivor was about to come back and when <laughs> I told her, "Honey, guess what is on the dvr right now oh my god and her to go what is it i go you have to guess and she was like what is it i go come on and she goes oh i don't know it's not survivor is it i said yes she goes oh my god i'm so excited
1: that's great diego and i have been watching as well and he's back Oh, it sucks awesome. back in.
3: It's I. Here's the thing: I don't enjoy the show so much as I jo- enjoy the fact that my wife and I yes enjoy it and how what it it just she gets all wrapped up in it and all worked up. It's great. It's outstanding.
2: Well, I'm glad somebody enjoys that show. How I didn't even you. know it was still on the air. How I, dare you? I, oh my how god! How dare like you? The, Listen, we 60th all know. Season.
3: Denver Drew's life is so much better than <laughs> all of
2: ours. Hey, look, I am not. I shouldn't cast any stones. I mean, we're, we're a Doctor Who household, so t- look, every oh, episode of Doctor Who hits the... Whoa, whoa, shut it all down. Shut it down.
0: We're in I'll, for the
3: night. I'll let you go with this, Drew, is that we went to go see Paddington Bear. Have you seen... Well, your kid's still young, but have you seen Paddington Bear yet, the movie? No. So,
0: <laughs>
3: well, buckle up. Your time is coming. Uh, we went to the theater and saw Paddington Bear, me and the boys, and Peter Capaldi, who is the new doctor, plays like a a curmudgeonly neighbor to the uh, family that takes in Paddington the bear. And as soon as they see him through the the window or whatever, my son leans over and whispers, not yells, but whispers because he's a good six-year-old in a movie and he goes, Dad, that's Doctor Who. And I go, <laughs> yes, it is, son. Yes, it is. I think I'm doing something right. I think <laughs> you're doing everything right. Oh, my gosh. The nerd that just seeps from that kid. Like, when he 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 has the knobby, and I put our Netflix account on it, and I made a little profile for him. But he's learning how to, like, cycle through things, I guess. Yeah. Or something. yeah. He came into the room because he had seen a few episodes when he was younger and was really into it. But I don't make yeah. him watch anything. He came into the room. He goes, Dad! Doctor, who's on my knobby? I said, awesome. And he goes, I'm going to go watch it. I said, okay. And he goes into his room. That's I'm sorry, that's
1: Jack or Jacob? That's Jacob.
3: Jack Jack is, I think, going to be the other. I think Jack is going to be running around with a foot. I don't know. He doesn't have. There's something like if there's anything nerdy, like you really could do like almost like a Rorschach level test to Jacob to find a nerd gene that is in him. Because anything that like I'll never forget when I took him to Comic-Con, he was walking around. And just he was enjoying all of it, but it took seeing his third slutty Harlequin cosplayer, (laughs) yes, to be able to go, Dad, I really like comic. (laughs) (laughs) Still (laughs) your boy, still your boy. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, I was always—I think I was an unknowing, like closeted nerd. Like you know what I mean? Like I was—I was nerdy in the way you had to be gay in 1942. You know, like you just kind of carried it with you, but weren't really sure what to do with it, and just you know, pretended you liked other things. But if somebody had come to me, if I'd had a nerd friend, you know what I mean, who had said, hey, why don't you come over to my house after school and we'll fool around a little bit with some Dungeons and Dragons, then yeah. I would have been like, I would have been full-blown nerd. I would have been mm. completely out of the closet and way into it. It wasn't that I was ashamed of it. It just wasn't presented to me in my in my social circle, I guess. Right. So it's funny to watch my son who has some, it is some kind of genetic thing. My wife has no nerd in her. But my son, every once in a while, very rarely. And um, (laughs) we're not all the sacraments. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it is funny to watch him. All right. Well, Drew, I'm going to blabble on and on and on because I love talking to you. But we're going to I'm going to let you go. and We're going to move on unless there's anything else you want to share about your post-pregnancy time.
2: No, no. I would say uh, watch Big Hero Six though if you haven't seen that. I have
3: so, seen it. We bought it. We, that's yes. our first digital venture. That is our first move to full blown cloud movies. That's how exciting our life has gone too. Very so, entertaining. So just, well, listen.
2: Thanks guys for having me. Appreciate it. And uh, you know anytime. You know, I got a mic. Call me.
3: You got <laughs> right, an awesome great. mic. Anytime you want to call, you just let us know. All right. Take care, Drew. And I we'll love do. you. And uh, we'll chat later, my friend. See you guys. Okay. Bye. So, uh, oh my gosh, he's making music play. Oh, production i hate you itunes why the fuck does itunes have to do that where it's like when the call happens it stops and then when it ends it has to jump back in i apologize to the listener for that all right let's check in with paco see what's going on with you and your neck of the woods you have household projects uh
1: yeah i uh have two things haunting me could you sound less lately. excited about what I'm, you're about to talk i'm about. sorry i'm nodding off here you got me drunk no, i'm off. just i'm going down man Oh uh, <laughs> I've never had that uh that what is it, bourbon? Yes, bourbon. I've never had bourbon before.
3: Clearly. We all remember the three pomegranate martini <laughs> yes, stores. Thank
1: you, yes. Uh yeah, it would only take two of those and I'd be pretty well done. Um <laughs> Yes, uh Diego has declared I don't know if I've talked about this on the show
3: before at any length. No, you've talked to me about it, but not that on the show. He
1: um I think he,
3: this is all hilarious. That
1: he wants to uh, dispense with his bed. Yes. Uh, and to uh, upgrade, that's in quotation marks, to a hammock.
3: Yes for the next year and a half because evidently he thinks he lives in a mark twain novel
1: yes <laughs> <laughs> so uh the hammock has arrived and i picked up some uh the the kit for putting it up and i have a few uh <laughs> a few final questions for my good neighbor if i can get him over there yeah and uh and then it's it's got to go up this weekend he was disappointed it wasn't up today
0: <laughs> I love these
1: kids
3: yeah i their know life I just, you know, I, I cannot say this enough that it just makes me laugh so hard because all I have to do is compare it to my life. That's all I know. And everything in my world that I've ever seen until meeting you yes. has been a teenager's opinions matter little to nothing. Yes. that it's, You know what I mean? And so you've already to, you told me this where you said, here's what he's doing. and. And we had a chuckle about it. And again, I hope it really. Tell me if it does, because I really don't want it to come across as disrespectful or looking down, because that's not my intent at uh, I all. I don't
1: think so yet. Good,
3: uh, because I'm big fans of both your kids. I yeah. like hanging out with them. I think yeah. they're way funny. Uh, they're fun to hang around. And uh, so anyway, but he, when he says that I want to, I'm going to have a hammock, and your response isn't like, "Well, go fuck yourself and buy it if you want it." <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yes. That, to me, that just goes, wait, what's happening? Right. So the right. fact that you're like, it's arrived. And then you had said at the, one of the last conversations, because it almost made me spit uh, with laughter, <laughs> was that you said that he's like, it arrived. He's like, well, when's, when's it going to get up? <laughs> and I'm sure he wasn't doing that. But I added the. You added this. A snap. Yeah. It, yeah like, uh, yeah. When, when's, when's that happening? Yeah. Pops. And I was like, and all I can think of is that you have had little to nothing to do with other than having a fucking fake light bulb pop above your head and go, I wanna sleep in a hammock like a vagabond for the rest of my days in this house. (laughs) That he's just going to be like, when, "Let's make it so," <laughs> right? Like, like you don't have a fucking robot maid. You're not Richie Rich. You know what I mean? Finances right. be damned. I just think it's crazy that he could be like, "Why?" What's and I'm sure he's not wildly disrespectful, but no. in the sitcom that lives in my head that happens across the street, it's that's much taped, more entertaining than yes, the real world. Taped in front of the live studio audience of me when I listen to you tell the regale the stories over the phone is yes. that's how it all goes down for me. But uh, so now he's disappointed because it cannot arrive today. So you're gonna it it didn't get up today. No, up today. Sorry. So when when does this does he have a deadline? Is there a hard out? No,
1: there's not a hard out for this. But I want to get you over there as quick as possible. I think I'm starting to sort it out without you anyway. But at the very least, I'd like to. Like to borrow your stud finder.
3: Okay. Well, it's uh, it only You can't use it while I live across the street. It's going to mess up the ratings <laughs> gonna, and meter yes. readings and everything. It's all going to be askew. But, um, uh, I understand. Well, yeah, I'll be over to help you to point out this is a stud. This is how am doing it wrong. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. No, I understand. It's much more fun to let you hang it wrong and let him <laughs> fall on his ass and think this is a good idea. <laughs> this is going to be better for my back. Not when you break your coccyx, asshole. Right, <laughs> right.
1: No, he says it's supposed to be very good for you. I live this way. Where, now, where did
3: he find? Hold on. Well, uh, okay. Go ahead.
1: Part of this is coming from the fact that he's got this bed in his room, he's got a weight set in his room, and he's got a giant crate full of German Shepherd in his room. <laughs> yeah. Sounds and like and he so needs to it,
3: move out. He's
1: yeah, he's uh, dispensing with the bed, which is eating up so much floor <laughs> space so he can go into the uh, the hammock and then free up just some general room mm-hmm. in his actual room. And then he did a lot of research online about it.
3: I w- I'm also going to do the same uh, research as well. So he has a weight. Why can't the weight set go in the garage? I don't know. He just wants room in his room. He
1: wants he, he wants room in his room. He wants to be able to let his dog out of the crate and not worry about her her climbing up on his bed. So if he has a hammock or he has the hammock against the wall. You know, you know what you should do? Yeah.
3: Take one of those shot collars you have left over. Every time she gets on the bed, boom, hit her. Yeah.
1: Ain't going to happen. No? Uh, he likes his dog too Go to with the hammock. To? Yeah. See, he does... You know like why his, he likes his
3: hammock so much? Why? He doesn't have to pay for it. Well, he did offer to pay for it. He did offer. It's, it's not like that over there. What do you mean it's not like that over there? Uh that I don't make
1: the kids pay for everything they show an interest in. Here's the thing. He has been uh he has been <laughs> Oh, I see. You're saying that here I make the kids <laughs> yeah, pay for right, everything. Right. All right,
3: fair enough. Yeah.
1: I uh, agree with that assessment. He, he did he did volunteer to pay for it. Okay. But here's the thing. No, I said no, no, because I've spent, I've sunk a small fortune into uh, uh, updating uh, Chad's room, Mm -hmm. and this is a this is a pittance by comparison what he's asking for. So I I don't really have much of a leg to stand on. Are you going
3: to sell the other bed? I am going to store the
1: other bed until he changes his mind. It would be a lot
3: funnier if you sold it, (laughs) but. I appreciate what you're doing. Yes.
1: Well, I I figure that uh, this will save me having to buy him another bed sometime down the road when he does change his mind or something happens.
3: Here's what I found on criticalcactus.com. Yes. Ever thought about swapping your bed for a hammock? Some people swear by sleeping daily in a hammock, and its, pro- its popularity is growing. Nowadays, it's only hippies anymore who enthusiastically shout, best sleep ever. Nowhere, no, there's, no, there's a whole community out there praising the benefits of the swinging beds. You might wonder whether or not sleeping in a hammock is really better than sleeping in a bed. I mean, from a scientific standpoint of view. Questions that rise. Is it true that hammocks alleviate your back because alleviate your back? That's not right. Alleviate your back because there are no pressure points. Because a hammock resembles a womb. Will you actually sleep like a baby? And does hammock sleeping really rebalance your internal organs? Or are these just clever marketing tales? Well, the fact is, there's not much research done on this matter. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like they need to get Dr. Uh, Dooley in on this case because uh, he's done quite a bit of <laughs> research. Ancient people slept in hammocks is what it is. Oh, uh, yeah, and you see how well they made out. Right, exactly. They're all dead and gone. The first hammock mentioned in writings was around 450 B.C., invented by the Greek Alcibiades. Student of the Socrates Athenian general. All right. Well, that, I lost interest in that. Right. There you go. You're off that. All right. We're going to do one quick thing because I know you're going to love it, and then we'll go back to you, and then we okay. got to start wrapping up already. But yeah. uh, I found this online. I think you're really going to enjoy this. Okay. Four signs you talk too much. <laughs> okay. Am I already, am I already yeah. going good? Is yeah. this good? Is there someone at work who annoys you because they talk too much? If the answer is no, is it possible that it's you? There <laughs> are four signs that you talk too much is let's see number four you almost never answer a question in one or two sentences (laughs) which i think is fair to say of me okay but i don't like their example like if someone asks what time it is and you tell a story about the great deal you got on your watch they probably don't care i don't do that no but i do do a thing where it's like how are you and i'll probably go into a little bit more than just a oh i'm good right you know what i mean but that's if i feel like you're my friend Right, uh, But if I think, I don't know, there was a, why are you laughing already? Well, because it Can seems you like not you think everybody me? is your friend. I do not think everyone is <laughs> okay. my friend. Well, I think the people I like are my friends. But are I mean, listening to this show. No, I mean. How dare you? The point of this show is for me to talk to to these people. I understand. And it is very popular because people like to hear me talk. (laughs) So I just want you to know that you just make yourself look crazy when you make fun of how people don't want to hear me talk. If it was a video podcast Uh and they could just enjoy my face, that would be very different.
1: Is this an example of one of those things where you go on at longer length than you need to? No, because you didn't ask a question.
3: (laughs) This does not fit into their... (laughs) They're simple, okay, Go on. They look at their phone while you're talking, which you do constantly <laughs> during this fucking show. Well,
1: that's not fair. I have I looked at it one time, just and to-
3: you are essentially an oral prostitute. I now pay you to be here <laughs> to listen to me, and constantly are talking on, uh, looking at your phone, which is a bad <laughs> habit. A, a lot of us seem to have these days. So if someone does it once or twice, don't sweat it. He does not do it once or twice, but if it happens a lot, yes, it might be their way of trying to end the conversations with you. <laughs> well, we're recording them, internet, so I beg to differ, entrepreneur.com. Uh, number two, you're always the one who starts the conversations. It's a sign that people are trying to avoid talking to you because they know you'll go on and on. How dare you? This is my favorite one. Yes. Everyone who sits near you at work wears headphones, which is <laughs> constantly uh, in my new given line of work. Yes, so, that's fantastic. Uh, he wants. To know, uh, Drew wants to know. Paco, does anyone at your work talk too much?
0: <laughs> anyone you know where you work, Paco?
1: That well, talks too so much. It, it's funny you should ask that. Okay, uh, because. And I'm not sure anyone will believe this here. I have the reputation in my own home of never being able to shut up and never letting anybody uh, get a word in. I believe that. That's why it bothers you to come here.
3: (laughs) That's why, is that it's. It is my pleasure to come here. Well, then why do you seem so annoyed when I talk too much? Well, (laughs) part of that is just the comedy of it. Okay, good. Uh, all right, so that was it. I thought you would get a kick out of I that. I did get a kick out of that. Let's see. We got. let oh, oh, see. So we got a bunch of pick a flick. Well,
1: here's the thing: is 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 I will edit this for you because uh, we'll just uh, it, none of this other stuff matters except for the pick a because there's a timely nature to it.
3: Okay. So. Uh, well, you pick something else to talk about for five minutes or so, and then we'll move into the wrapping up of the show. I'll share one quick thing that I wanted to say thank you to all of the listeners who have been participating in the Amazon banner at the bottom of the dad dot com. We have totaled about four hundred dollars wow in the uh christmas season so that's great yeah and it was it was weird because i saw how much was coming in like it gives me like kind of a tally of sales and stuff like that yeah and i was like i feel like i should be seeing higher payments coming but evidently amazon was catching up and paying people because we finally got that payment this month okay cool. cool i really really do appreciate you guys going to amazon and i know that it takes you know uh, all you have to do is bookmark the link after you click through it and make that your Amazon link. And after that, it should be pretty cake. Right. So I really appreciate you guys taking the extra effort.
1: Except it goes beyond that now because every time I go into Amazon through our link, uh-huh. Amazon gives me a pop-up that says, hey, do you want to jump over and give to this um, charity through Amazon? No, which really? would Which would pull me away from our link. Oh. And it would, it would direct – they're trying to hijack those – so wait, you go to our
3: website first, you didn't bookmark the link. I did. No, okay. I
1: bookmarked the link and when I use that bookmark, which didn't used to have this pop-up, now there's a pop-up that goes, you know, something about Amazon ever made a Smile donation or something or
3: something like that. Mine's no. never done that.
1: Okay, I don't know.
3: That's weird. Well, let me know if that's doing that to you out there, listeners. But uh, in the meantime, let's hear from Paco because I talk too much.
1: All right. Now, I just want to clarify. A five-minute thing and then pick a flick or? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. All right. Yeah, um, we're only in an hour.
3: And an hour is when we have to wrap up. All right, cool. A week and
1: pick well, a I flip. got two, two quick little things. One is just um, uh, that, uh, that Chad is progressing with his uh, independent study. Yes. And we've now gotten to the point where, in addition to doing a, a history unit, um, he's also, uh, started his, uh, uh, his PE unit, his homeschooling PE. Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, not at all. And so what that boils down to is that, you know, you have to fill out a log sheet and track what he does and so on and so forth, but it's all just complete BS, um, in that he barely moves. Yeah. And, uh, but th- that's not entirely true. Now he's got, um, he knew this was coming and he was going to have to get active and you know, he used to go to gym every day when he was in regular school. Yeah. Hasn't moved around much in the last two months. He's gained eighty pounds. Yeah, window. he's huge. <laughs> um, so what's happened is that uh, Diego, who was on the um, cross country team a year or so ago, has taken three days a week. Is training him.
0: Yeah, I so saw they go that out today. and
1: they yeah, and they they it doesn't they do a little warm up. They do a, about a thirty minute run and then they come back and they do a a warm down or whatever it is. So that's how he's working that in, and I have to get him.
3: Does Diego get some kind of AP credit for teaching a PE
1: course? <laughs> no, he doesn't. But he himself is not taking PE this year. He's satisfied his PE requirements. And he, he looks back on his former physical uh, achievements and, and is sad at what has become of him. All right.
3: <laughs> really ear, dude. In my mind, this is how he earns his hammock bed.
1: Yeah, well, this and many other ways. He's a patient and 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 lovely for boy. For his birthday,
3: I'm going to get him patchouli oil just to see what it does to him.
1: <laughs> uh, the other thing is that they are out tonight together. These the brothers uh, uh, are out on the town. There was a thing at the at the school where they have a the 36th annual pop show. I guess it means for the last 20 years they've been doing two musical shows per year. Um give or take. And uh and Chad went off with Diego and joined Diego's friends and they're all hanging out listening wow. to uh this this school has sort of, you know, award winning uh choirs. So it should be uh very entertaining. Oh, You're going to a choir show? Well I'm saying choir, but no, it's uh, it's it's popular music, whatever's
3: but the choir is singing like bruno Mars
1: you should think of it more like the choir you know the the think of it like glee, uh-huh, that's essentially a choir, but they're singing you know.
3: Yeah, but I just I feel what, like what when that? you use the phrase "out on the town,"
1: yes, you know what I mean. No, it's, they're not really out on the town. I'm I I, I painted that to, to
3: and I there was a part of me that got a, again. Remember, there's a sitcom that plays across the street in my head. <laughs> yes, and I got excited about what kind of you know teenage John Hughes esque antics they would be embarking upon. Well, but to find out they're going to a choir show, unless that is their cover.
1: No, no, no. Hang In on a my second. mind, it will now, be Hang on comment. a second. Hang on a second. Then if you're going to drag John Hughes into it, all we need to do is go to, uh, what is that one with the thing and the other thing? Yep. Good one. 16 Candles. Okay. There's an event that takes place at the school and there's lots of, you know, high drama and doesn't the one kid uh, show her panties to everyone else? That could be going on.
3: Oh, so somebody's going to see some panties tonight?
1: I hope so. Oh,
3: lucky those boys. If good I
1: job. get back across the street quick enough, it might be me. Ow! Let's wrap this fucker up. All right, no. sorry. No, no, I'm joking. So that was, it's, it's nice to me that they're out and doing that. And we've had a lot, so much uh, with Chad in particular, where he's been withdrawn from us for the last month or two, to have him joining in these sorts of things has been, um, has been good. Yeah. Absolutely. And then what about
3: Luna in the trenches? What's that? Oh, moment
1: just moment? Uh, she had an interview today. I almost Ooh. didn't get that out. Uh, back at her old company, there were people that had uh, she had worked for uh, she had been sort of a, a part of the temp pool um, and so she had ended up working for a lot of different people and One of those people is now looking for a permanent uh, uh, assistant and they remembered her and and were uh, very fond of her and they brought her in and, and so it was just fun for her to get back out there again doesn 't mean it 'll lead to anything and even if if it does, it almost will be to our disadvantage really. Because if she were to get um, hired back at the in, same company, at the same company, after June, at in, in the beginning of June, we get the payout. Yeah, the final payout. Yeah, then she can go back, and we'll have all that extra money. Right. If she goes there now, she loses this.
3: Yeah, I don't think she needs this, this gravy me, right? train
1: we're on right now. So. so. I'm not sure. Listen, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Right. If these people come back with, a, with an offer that's not insulting and they really actually offer her a job, I would tend to say go ahead and take it because we don't know that there's another one down the road that, that where the timing is perfect.
3: I was excited about the idea of her being done-done. <laughs> like. In, I was too. but that, You guys sailing off into the sunset yeah, together. Oh, well.
1: Not, not when Chad, uh, Chad shifted gears on us. I mean, <laughs> I was supposed to have the last two months being alone with my wife all this time. I was, I was looking forward to it and terrified by the idea. For and anybody now, who
3: doesn't have kids, don't have kids because they yeah. fuck up your time alone with <laughs> your loved ones. Exactly. Or at the very least,
1: I mean, I wouldn't trade my sons for anything as trying as it can be at times. But I do wish that I had spent more time be- being a husband before I also became a father. Mm. Because we'd known each other for, we'd lived together for damn near five years and then got married. And within, a, you know, about a year, we had uh, Diego. Oh, really? Uh, so she was pregnant almost at once. Oh. I mean, pretty much right away. See,
3: we were together for like 10 years before we had our... <laughs>
1: right. But even still, I feel like it's different to be married yes. than it is to be living together, not yes. married, yes. even if it's the same house and everything else. I agree. So uh, I just feel like I, I gypped myself out of that. But knowing that if I had waited, then it would be two different sons we were talking about. Yep. Or even if I like jerked off one extra time or, or one less time, it would be two different people we're talking about. Um, well said. Right, thank you. Thank you and good night.
3: Let's do a pick a flick. All right. And for anybody who uh, jokingly likes to skip these, uh, from what I've seen here on the show notes, buckle up for a box set, a pick a <laughs> flick. Pick a
0: flick.
3: It's
1: time for Paco and his pick-a-flick. Well, he's been on (laughs) another movie kick. So listen quick. Is it a hit or shitter? shitter? Should Should you book book a a sitter pick-a-flick? It's time for you to find out just what you should see. But he won't cheer and sing, cause he hates everything. It's, it's time for Paco's Pick-A-Flick.
3: All right.
1: Now, here's the thing. Oh, boy. I actually had today. pick yes, It sobered
3: him up, this <laughs> box set. Holy crap, buckle up, everybody. <laughs> Shit's about to get real.
1: Uh-oh. I I actually have a a pertinent movie to talk about. It's in theaters now. It's available everywhere. It is in fact the number one movie in America. So Fifty I, Shades of Grey? No. Oh, that was two weeks ago. Um, but before we get to that, let me tell you about two movies that no one's ever heard of. Uh, one was something that uh, Luna and I saw as a screener, which was a was a wait. Did <laughs> another... you this? <just>, hold on.
3: <laughs> Yeah. You just ramped up saying, I have a pertinent movie. Yes. Here it comes. Yeah. I played three sound effects back to back. (laughs) And you said, but first, the obscure one. Yes. All right. This one's for you, Kim. Buckle up. Here you go. Number one. The rest of us here.
1: (laughs) A Most Violent Year was out last year. Got a lot of attention for being an independent, you know, crime type movie set in 1981 in the tri-state area of New New York, New Jersey. Area, and uh, and uh, starring Oscar Isaac, Jessica Chastain is in it, and uh, you know some other folks. In oh, we're any case, talk about the lighting. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry.
3: Kim gets um, all hot when you talk about uh, the lighting. Yeah, we get
1: right to that. Um, now, while 1981 was a most violent year, sort of by the numbers, if you look at the the New York area, there was 136,000 car cars stole and they're stolen and there were 12,000 murders. Uh, by comparison today, there's, you know, 700 murders last year. Um, so a very violent year. It's not a very violent movie. It's oh. uh it's a uh, definitely a bait and switch. Cause we were, we were waiting, waiting for a lot of bad things to happen and they didn't happen. It's a char- sort of a character study about a guy who wants to run an honest business in a dishonest uh, industry <clears throat> and uh, slowly comes to realize there's maybe a lot of, uh, uh, those around him are not as honest as they thought as he thought they were, and he 's really in it up to his lower lip, but not very violently uh, it was a, It was a snoozer, so i 'm going to give this one maybe a t- uh, two uh, <clears throat> two dogs, so anybody who was
3: never going to see it. Yeah. Should also not. See. Right.
1: And uh, I would say Luna probably gives it uh, maybe a z- zero moons, maybe at the most one moon. Really? Yes. She, she really didn't like it a lot more than I really didn't like it. And uh, I think. It, I like
3: that you're like the, I feel like you're the critics. Yeah. You know what I mean? On Rotten Tomatoes, that she's the users. Yes. You know I mean? like, that's, well,
1: that's how you pointed it out yeah. last time. So, uh, and I, I don't believe there are any, any uh, lipsticks
3: involved in this one, oh. if I can remember correctly. So there's no redeeming quality in this show. Yes,
1: exactly. Speaking of no lipsticks. Uh, I saw, this will be a, a discussion with my mom on Sunday. The second, oh. the second best exotic marigold hotel. The second best exotic marigold hotel. This is the sequel. Uh, this is the sequel, yes. And there's a play on words there in the title because it's second best. And it turns out that it's actually true. It is not quite as good as the first one, but it's much the same as the first one. Really? So if you like that sort of twee, uh, uh precious uh, British comedies where there 's not really anything going on, and everyone is sweet and nice and
3: are you intentionally using <laughs> condescending words well i because i i don 't know what any of them mean, but that 's <laughs> what i 'm picking up. <laughs> My my mouth just reeks of condescension. Okay, That's no, what I'm, tasting. I'm not.
1: I, I don't mean to be that way necessarily. All right, uh, you know, Judy Dench. It's got a. It's got a fantastic cast. It always did. Uh, Dev. Yeah, I thought it was a great movie. The Dev first Patel. One. Did you see it? Yeah. I'm not saying that the first one was good. I enjoyed it. I reviewed it here. It was one of the first pick a flicks. Oh, really? Right? In the early or in the early going, it's just more of the same. And I feel like uh, the first one was based on a book. This one is not. So the first this one's one, based I, on a first movie. Yeah, this one is based on the first movie. So. It, uh, Hence Richard Gere. Right. Well, it's supposed to be Colin Firth. <gasps> Colin Firth and Helen Mirren. And that, those, those, adding those two would have uh, you know really made it an unbelievable cast.
3: Judy Dench was in the first one, right? Yeah, and she's, she's in, in this. this one.
1: Uh, David S- uh, Strathorn, Bill Nye. Uh, a lot of familiar uh, faces, even if they're not familiar I names. I think the British
3: pronunciation is Strathern.
1: Oh, is it Strathern? No, he's, I'm just he, fucking with you. I don't he's, know. he's not British, so they can pronounce it any way they want to. Um, he's not in, in it much, but he's in it. <clears throat> and it's just a sweet, nice, lovely movie, yeah. but it's not. Uh, and I laughed at, you know, uh, quite a few things, especially stuff that Dave Patel said he found. I found him quite funny. All right. So that's uh, that's that one. If you like the first one, you'll like this one, too. Good. More of the same. How many dogs? Oh, I couldn't give it less than three. I couldn't give it How as many as How many moons? Four.
3: Luna didn't see it?
1: Luna didn't see it, and I think she probably would have given it one. <laughs> she would have been very
3: bored by it's it. It's going to be really great if all the movies you see she also it's doesn't g- like.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Good point. Luna might Um, have to come to a
3: movie, a real movie with my children. (laughs) But
1: hang on a second. I was giving this a three or a three and a half. It's in the like area. Yeah, yeah, nobody's gonna like this. No, Uh,
3: in any case, you and Kim. That's it. Yeah.
1: Uh, Okay. So here we go. Focus. All right. No, no. I mean, focus is the movie. Okay. I'm listening. Okay. Uh, Will Smith and uh, Margot Robbie. Oh, in that Focus movie. In Focus, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, other. am so glad you told me to pay attention. Other people. Uh, Adrian uh, Martinez. Who's an actor you would have seen of around? the three
3: mentioned, who is the most incomparable?
1: Because <laughs> I know haven't heard those There yet. really is no incomparable. Now, there was Ooh. an incomparable. In- no one is. Incomparable took place at the Marigold Hotel with Judy Dench uh-huh. and uh, you know uh, Bill uh, Nye and those others. There's no one incomparable Straight here. Strathern, <laughs> yes. Will Smith is not incomparable. Oh. Margot Robbie was very impressive to me. I didn't really. I because saw of her lipsticks? I, I saw. Uh, frustratingly enough, there. This is also a zero lipstick what situation. Boom. There is there is there is some canoodling, but it's all Boom. very tastefully done. That's how canoodling, I felt too. Canoodling is that male nudity? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw Will Smith's canoodle. Yeah. Um, uh, but Margot <laughs> Robbie does a fantastic job. I just sort of thought of her as the pretty blonde who who does a sex scene or whatever it was, and she just—I mean, this is a this is a movie about uh, con men, con women, just the long con, the short con. I love all that stuff. And uh, so I was, uh, I was, uh, I was a sucker from the beginning, a mark right from the start. And, uh, you know, Will Smith takes her, takes her under his wing after she tries to pull a fast one on him and he, he figures it out. Spoiler alert. And,
3: uh, well, that's still first act. Don't Yeah, worry I was going to say, I'm, su- I'm surprised you saw that part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, uh, Gerald McRaney is in it. Uh, B.D. Wong. Oh, Gerald McRaney made yeah. an appearance. Yes. B.D. Wong does a fantastic scene in there. That's it. That scene is worth the price of admission right there with B.D. Wong in it. So uh, all of Love that. B.D. Wong. Yeah. Uh, do you even know who he is? Nope. You're teasing me. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the
3: only name I know is Will Smith.
1: That's there all you I've go. Heard. That's all right. I, I didn't know I knew who he was until I saw him, and I went, that's B.D. Wong. All right. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> um, The other four
3: people in the theater said, shh.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? There was actually more than that in this. Six? There wasn't more than that at the Marigold Hotel. What? Or, you know, uh, in any case. Uh, let's see. What else should I say? So, yeah, she was terrific. Um, and then there is this actor who you've seen in a couple of things. He's been appearing more and more. I think it's uh, Adrian uh, Martinez. He is not incomparable. Um <laughs> But he's terrific. He, you would have seen him in American Hustle, uh, Walter Mitty. He did. He was in Kick Ass. He's a sort of a, a heavy set uh, uh, Latino guy, and uh, he's he's very sweet and charming. And I, I, he's part of the gang of con men here, and he's put to very good use. Um, and I would say that at the end of the day, they think that the movie they made was better than the one they actually made. Okay. I would probably give it three dogs, zero <laughs> lipstick, and, uh, you know, I think I think Luna might have given this one three dogs. I think she probably would have enjoyed it. Okay. I've seen a few more of uh, these sort of movies than she has, so she might have. Her,
3: her scale is moons, drunkie. What did I say? You said dogs.
1: Oh, did I? <laughs> okay. You know what? Anything that you want to, you can bag on me you want to for being drunk, but it's not my fault. You led me down the, the path. How old are you again? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Shut up. So if you're interested in, uh, in seeing a con movie that I, I can give four stars to or five stars to, uh-huh. you're going to have to go back a little ways. But both of these are available on uh, on Amazon Instant Video and on Netflix. There's a, there's a much older movie from the 70s, 73, called Paper Moon, Ooh, which I think a bunch of, of people who are listening to us haven't even seen it. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, uh Ryan O'Neill and his daughter Tatum O'Neill, who I believe she won an Oscar. What is it, the the youngest you know person who won an Oscar up to that point? When or she whatever. Got
3: all depressed and sad.
1: Yes, it, that is a fantastic movie. I absolutely adore it. Directed by Peter Bogdanovich. So I would say if you haven't seen that, uh, don't don't walk, run to your streaming oh. device. And get that. And if you have seen it, go check it out again because it, it bears re-watching. I'll be watching it with my own children sometime soon. And then a little more modern, 2003, would be 30 years later and, and over 10 years ago now, uh, a little something called Matchstick Men. Mm. Uh, Directed by Ridley Ridley Scott, who's no slouch. And it's got Nick Cage. It's got Allison Loman. It's got Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. And that's all you would really need. That is a terrific, fun movie. Uh, So you could go rent and see that one. And I think...
3: You know what else is good that is worth a rent with Sam Rockwell if you're a fan of his? I don't know if you've talked about this already, but The Way Way Back.
1: I haven't. I know it's running on HBO right now. Have you seen this? I've seen it in bits and pieces. It's it's not my cup of tea, but you know. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Oh my! How you cannot enjoy that movie is beyond me. I said that mostly to (laughs) uh, rile (laughs) you. Oh my Um, (laughs) god! I haven't quite seen it. it Fucking strengthen. I will go. I will go look at that. But as long as we're talking about Sam Rockwell, who is incomparable as far as I'm concerned, Uh, Moon. Is a sci-fi movie terrific. Uh, not a lot of cast members in it, mostly Sam Rockwell, but he manages a robot. to do and a, and a robot, yeah, kind of like a two thousand one esque, you know, voiced uh, thing. But that's a that's a good time. It, yeah. It's a thinker, makes you think. It's good times anyway. So that's it for pick a flick, duly out. <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. oh, who's the drunkie now? <laughs> They're right next to each other. Sing. Calm down. A lot of buttons. All right. yes, that was yeah. Pick a flick. Yeah. And they move around from week to week. That's so it's, true. Uh, yeah. well,
3: how dare you? Moment of, They do <laughs> move around because I add new ones. Like, for instance. From now on, you will speak only when spoken to. Don't be careful because I can throw <laughs> that one at you. True enough. All right. You made them, you love them. And sometimes you want to choke the living shit out of them. But occasionally they give you that one sweet moment. This is that moment. Moment of the week brought to you by Stitcher, the free app that handles all your podcasting needs without having to sync to your computer. Stream all your favorite podcasts right to your Droid, BlackBerry, or iPhone. Just go to the dadpodcast.com and click on the Stitcher logo on the left-hand side. It's free, people, and they give us money if you do it. I have a fun moment of the week that came. We had some rain within the last uh, couple days. And my yeah. wife, for whatever reason, thought it would be adorable for uh, my sons. And it was. She said, how do you get your camera? And I was like, all right. We go outside. They were getting ready for bath. Both of them were uh, naked. Awesome. And so they went out to our back porch here. Uh-huh. And then while the rain was pouring down in the pitch black, they ran across the lawn mm-hmm. and then turned around and ran back naked. And it, it was funny because it's one of those simple, stupid things. Yeah. But they just really, really enjoyed it, and it's something that I never would have had them do. It was, it was something that my wife did, right. and it was great, and I loved every, every minute of it. And I would post the video for you all to enjoy and join in my, like, aweness, but I think it's illegal. Yes, uh, yes, I think so. The, the child nudity, but it was, it was something I, I think was very cool and probably something I will never forget, to be quite That's honest. That's even better. Yeah. Even better. So I, I doubled down, put both of them in one. That's wow. I well,
1: I wish I could be that uh, that short of phrase. I have actually two separate... Oh,
3: who talks too much now? <laughs> Quid pro quo, Clarice. Quid pro quo.
1: <laughs> Clarice, is that what you were trying to say? Did I not say Clarice? I, I didn't sound like Clarice, but All between right. the two of us, who knows. All right. Uh, here's the thing. This is going back uh, 10 days or so <gasps> ago. I, uh, I picked up uh, Chad from his... Uh, His independent study location, he goes in every couple of days to take a test, and uh, I was telling him, because he's interested in getting guitar, I said, maybe this afternoon, after you finish your homework, we can go over to the guitar center and and check something out. He he was like, oh, Dad, I want to go to lunch. I said, okay, we're going to go to lunch first. I said, maybe we'll go to the guitar center later. He goes... You know, this is really good hiking weather. I know I never want to hike because it's usually too hot, but today it's cloudy and it looks like it even might rain. And, you know, and and he said, I'd really like to just be able to get up and, and look out over like, you know, whatever Burbank and, and see what it looks like with the clouds over it. And so as he was talking, I said, well, that's great. He never says anything like that. He never wants to do anything physical at all. I'm like, let's do this. So uh, while we were driving towards downtown Burbank, we could see the hill that I was thinking he was talking about climbing. I started thinking, you know, in order to get up to where he wants to get up on that, it's going to be a lot of work. And I just, you're not really going to get up that high. And I said, what would you think about going to the Wisdom Tree today? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. That sounds good. Well, he's never shown an interest in that. And so I was like, wow, this is a magic day. So we had our um, we had our uh, our lunch there at the Corner Bakery. We went home. We changed into proper Hiking attire. And then uh, and I knew because of the hill on the way to the wisdom tree, we could get like a quarter of the way up and he could look out and and possibly see what he needed to and have that be the end of it. And it would still have been an okay walk, but not really anything challenging to it. And then if he wanted to really go from there and really get a look and get up there. We could do the other thing. So we went to the first point and he looked at it and he was like, let's, you know, I want to go up because we had seen people coming down as we were walking, as we were approaching. And I was showing them there were people coming down with dogs. And I think the sense of seeing other people do it, he thought, oh, okay, that's manageable. Anyway, it was a little longer, a little further than old dad remembered. Um, so I said to him starting starting out, I said, if at any point you go, oh, look, I've had enough. I want to go back, and we don't get up there. I said that's fine with me. I don't feel like I'm forcing you up there. I'm happy to be out here walking around with you. It doesn't matter where we end up. And so we trudged along. We we stopped a lot. If it wasn't him, it was for me. And uh, it was just steeper and harder than I remembered having done. I've done it two or three times now. And um, and we got up a ways, and there are people coming down and coming. we've pulled to the side, let people pass us going up because we're not the fastest pair. And, uh, and so we got to a point where I knew after having said, oh, it's just another couple of minutes. And then it was, it was, you know, not there and not there. And then he finally said, I think I've had enough. But by then I said, you know what I said? I know i said this before, but we really are actually close. I said, do you want to just sit here and I'll trot up and, and make sure it's just around that next corner? He goes, no, let's just, let's just keep going. And so I was telling him the story while we were going, which I won't get into now, but of a. Of a of a hill I had climbed that I thought had would have the better of me it had the better of me once and I came back and I, uh, I conquered gave it, what it. For. I gave it what for exactly so I thought that might inspire him it turns out he wasn't listening to me <laughs> and it's it's about a fifteen minute story so um, <laughs> in any case we These we damn kids <laughs> we got up there and. You know, he was kind of lukewarm about the whole thing as we were going up. But once we got up there, he really warmed up and he took a ton of pictures and he climbed up the tree. And I could tell he was having fun without really wanting me to know he was having fun. And at some point I said, you know, I'm, I'm done up here where, you know, I can go head down anytime you want to. He says, let's stay a little bit longer. So that <clears throat> all of that just really it meant a lot to me to be up there with him yeah. and have been there with uh with his brother as well, and showed him all the different things, and he discovered some things on his own. And there's like a geocache box up there, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have left um, like journals and things like that that people add to. And he was really just taken by some of the stuff that was there. And then Does we he had... like to do geocaching. <laughs> uh, we've never done it. I okay. just I've, I've been to a couple of places where I didn't know at first what that was, mm. and now I I do. Um, <clears throat> The trip down is a lot more harrowing because it's just as yes, steep, but it's hard to figure out where to put your feet because it's all just picking it out of the the footsteps on the way up it 's a pretty <clears throat> pretty sharp incline anyway uh it was just it was lovely to be there with him and and uh, we got to the car we were driving back down, and I started thinking, well now i've been up there with him i 've been up there with Griffin I need to get. I need to, I'm sorry, uh, Diego, chad up there. I need to get Luna up there and or like, you know, some combination of all of us. That would be incredible. And I'm sort of uh, daydreaming about this out loud. And, and then a, a, a quiet falls over the car and he goes, Dad, I'm never going up there again. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> I said, I'm never doing that again. I said, do you mean going back up to the wizard tree or hiking? He said, no, I'm never hiking again. He said, I'd rather run. Rather run with Griffin, but here's the thing, and, and he cracked he talks me up. Less. He cracked me up. Yeah, you talk yeah. <laughs> almost
3: as much as that damn neighbor.
1: Jesus. Um, but uh, what I have noticed is the driving around because I can always see that tree is visible yeah. from everywhere in this uh, in the twenty mile radius. Is is my heart just sings a little every time I see it out of the corner of my eye and it sings a little a little more yeah, brightly yeah. now that I've been up there with him too. So that was that was the uh, Chad. The, that was the Chad, and then just sort of a quick Diego. All this talking before about having the new baby and second baby talk and all of this sort of stuff. Uh, when Luna had, uh, Chad, uh, Diego was about two and a half and she, we, she had a lot of, um, like uh, migraines and things like this. And we were, we saw her doctor every couple of days actually, as it was getting closer and closer. And as she was sitting in the office waiting to go in and see her, her OBGYN, she was, uh, she was getting tunnel vision. She was blind on the side. She was having a lot of blood pressure issues and other weird stuff. And so she just, by the time she got in and sat down, she said, I actually cannot see anything right now. And I said, we're going to go over there right now and, and, and we're going to start this. This was in a, a, you know, 10 days of her due date or whatever. And so we didn't know when we got up that morning and sent Chad off to daycare that there was going to be another family member that day, and so we got to the hospital. It was around noon. I think her water broke in the elevator, and uh, by three thirty, it was a very short, wow. very quick one. Uh, Chad was Chad was there, and so then of course she stays the night with Chad, and they're all taken care of, and I go back and pick up uh, Diego and spend a night at home alone in the uh, house, uh, the, the apartment we were renting at the time. And it was this really cool thing to me. I don't know what it was to him, but this was the last night he was ever going to be an only child. Yeah. And so just sort of hanging out with him, getting to have this one-on-one time with him and just be together. I told him that his mom had gone and that he, he had a little brother, but he wasn't going to be able to go in until the next day, which was a Saturday. And I think- How he, old was uh, he? Uh, two and a half. Wow. And I have a picture of- Uh, I'm going to get this wrong now. I have to go find it. I'll go find it. But we had like a, it was like a cart that you would push, you'd sit on and push around, but it had Mr. Potato Head type attachments. And, um, and he was holding it on his face, I think, so that it was making a smile. But the look on his face and his eyes was of this, just this deep sadness to me. I don't know that it is related to how he was feeling at all or anything, but it was just this really interesting combination of kind of wearing a mask. It was just some—it always touched me, that picture, when I saw it later, and it was just a very special night that I'm sure he has no— Why would he be sad, though? Well, he then has to share everything. Listen, if he'd known then—if any of us had known then what we know now, we'd all have been sad. But um, <laughs> this is said with all love. He just has to share
3: you guys. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's how I read it. That's <laughs> all I know. Just as a, as it. a, as a bittersweet here, type thing. Let's
3: say when you were two and a half, yeah, we'll you held him. up a smile and you were sad. Were you sad? Because... Well, we don't have
1: to get that specific. We can just say, do you remember I that night? I want to get to
3: the root of it. Well, I want to get some gotcha journalism on your kid. <laughs> that's fine. No, I'm kidding. We can I just
1: care. ask him about that day if he remembers that <laughs> night. No, he probably does Why would it? Well, it depends. I don't
3: know. I grew up as the youngest of two step siblings, so I never. Right. I never. I was. Always, it's. It's like. I think it's that grass is greener thing that when you grow up with siblings. Yeah. You kind of would like the idea of not having to share everything, like, or fight for things that you wanted. Right. Right. But then if you grow up without siblings, like, oh man, it'd be great to have somebody to play with right now that just has to live here all the time. <laughs> <Like it's, laughs> they never have to leave like my friends do or whatever, right? You know? Right. Because I talk too much, but. Um, all right, anyway, that was our uh, moments of the week. Well done. All of that was said. You can send us an email to show at the so, uh, Like the show at slash dadpodcast. Follow the show on Twitter at dadpodcast. Follow me on Twitter at Justin Warsham. Follow Paco on Twitter at the real Paco L. You can also check him out on Instagram. It's a uh, call of duly. The spelling is in the description of this episode. There's some underscores involved. Paco has a question.
1: Sorry. No, I just uh, under the category of haters got to hate. Uh, with regards to my laughter and uh-huh. it's the level oh, of annoyance. No, 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 listen. I just got to get it go. out because it's been haunting me. Apparently, there was some sort of in the complaint department uh, that, that I laugh too much and that I cackle on end and i too easy. <gasps> I'm, t- I'm too quick a laugh. Uh-huh. Now, first of all, first of all, that's why I'm here. Yes, It's to laugh at you. Right. I understand what my job is. Right. And in the very beginning, I'm sure no one could tell. But go back and listen to those early ones. Every, he was not laughing. Every third one. No, no. Every third one. I didn't really want to be there, and I would just, I just laugh. And after 15 or 20 minutes, I'd, I'd, my mood would improve, and I'd be into it again. But I was just, uh, it was like faking an orgasm for you in the beginning. We were but,
3: almost done. You could have done this. <laughs> I'm sorry, in, no, a, no, no. in a tweet. I don't know why I have to start taking shrapnel. No, no, no. You're I'm not taking collateral shrapnel. damage no, no. from here. Absolutely, you laugh because I'm fucking entertaining. No, no. I, I laugh. I that, laugh f- at you all the time. Part of it is I know. I,
1: there's no shrapnel for you. Uh, is this part, your edgewise? Should no, no. no. I mute my mic. <laughs> part of why I'm here, it would help me finish. Okay. Part of why I'm here is to laugh. Uh huh. And part of it is that I'm in a good mood being here, yes. and it makes me want to laugh. And uh, and fuck you if you can't take it. That's it.
3: This I just been said... Paco having a conversation with one listener. <laughs> uh, no. Meanwhile, well, the rest. On. No, you know. The other thousands <laughs> no. thoroughly enjoy you. No, no, no. You
1: know if there's at least one, there's another ten of them somewhere. No, it's not. Yes, there is. I
3: know. I'll tell you what. What? Let's open up. Send oh, Send us please. an email. Yes. Send yes. us an email if Do you it. hate Paco's laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear about my laugh because I know. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. don't. Listen, I like hearing from the listeners more than anybody. I I talk to them all the time. In fact, but one feedback that we got on our anonymous survey was that they liked the, the interaction level with the host. They liked that... You know, that we contact them and talk face oh, sure. with them and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Now, I don't think everybody needs to have that. It's just one person. No, so... no, I understand.
1: But listen, you're you're a little bit more skilled at shrugging this stuff off. And I feel like I've done pretty well. It's 24 hours. Yeah. And I've come up with, <laughs> fuck, fuck off, is what I've come up with. And I'm going to sit here and laugh if I'm enjoying myself. And that's right. it. Um, so there.
3: Uh, but, but here's what I need you to understand. Yes. The other 2,000-plus people listening yes. to the show that are not this person yes. are going, why is he talking about this? <laughs> because everybody listens to the show because they they want us to have a conversation with them. It's okay. a three way conversation. I will buy that so to a certain to extent. The, play to the majority.
1: I understand that to a certain extent. Listen, but...
3: Don't fucking uh, <laughs> put your hand up and condescend to me on my show. All right? All right. I've been doing this right. long enough to know that one per I'm telling you this because, not yes. here's the thing. You brought it up. Number one. Yes, I did. Number two, I well, told you Well, I brought it up this. after you told me about it. I <laughs> Go told on. you this. Yes. And then I told you that it's not a big deal. But, right. And I here's the thing. I want the listeners, whoever yes. is thinking this, to know that you were great on this show, that the show is better having you on it. Absolutely. So that it, listen, but I don't want people to feel like they can't tell us if there's something that they don't like. Because no, they the can. Thing. If 18 people yeah. said Paco's laugh is driving me nuts, yeah, I wouldn't now we have a conversation. Change the lock. <laughs> no, I wouldn't change the lock. I would just send you a text message saying, uh, hey, we had a good run. But... Uh, <laughs> I stepped down. You see what I did there? I <laughs> yes, stepped down from email, like Corolla did. Yes. I, take a st- I just text. <laughs> yes, maybe I'll tweet. I'll tag you in a tweet. There you go, and say it's over. Uh, um, no,
1: listen, everyone. Love us or hate us, right in. We love the interaction. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Uh, it it, it I, I was sort of, you know, did a number on myself for for an hour after you told me, and then I just went, fuck it. I'm having a good time. Right. I'm laughing over there because I like it.
3: Just do what and, you do. And it
1: makes me happy to be here. So right. I'm sharing my, my joy with you. We're and all if happy you you're here. are allergic to joy, that's not my problem. <laughs> wait, wait, um, <laughs> now you gotta go missile with it.
3: <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to chat more with him about his laugh, you could contact him via Instagram. I'm sure that's the best way. Call of Duly. <laughs> com slash the dad podcast is a great app if you want to listen to the show have access to premium content and contribute to the show financially all at like a one stop shop Walmart-esque situation listen live at mixlr.com slash dad podcast do me a favor also while you're sending emails about Paco's horrible laugh if you could also let me know what your experiences are like on MixLR especially after today because according to what I'm seeing here is that the connection dropped out quite a bit now I know Mm. that not everybody listens live but I would like it to be an enjoyable experience so I want to know if i need to start looking for another service at all so and if you guys know of another podcast as i'm mentioning this Mixlr lr just died so that's funny <laughs> so if you know of another service that you listen to a, a podcast that is streaming that is not you stream because that costs me a hundred dollars a month and that cannot be done but let me know what you think of that if you're not tired of hearing my voice, and even if you are, I really could use some downloads over at Justin is married, Booker is single. We have a new situation with CBS Radio where we're going to be—they're uh, going to be selling advertising and uh, downloads—is what really helps us with the paycheck on that situation. So, if you want to throw some ducats my way, I would appreciate a subscribe over that. In the meantime, you could also help us with some downloads on this show. Tell three people about the show. If everybody spreads the word about the show, that's how we can get it growing and make it the number one show in the kids and family section. And also Paco has some awesome voice that he's going to do to describe this.
1: Here's the thing, people. I want you to go to the website, the Dad Podcast website and scroll down to the bottom. And boom, right there, right in front of you, you're gonna see the Amazon banner, you link through that. It's gonna take you to Amazon, you do the bookmark thing, hooky dookey dookie, and next time you come back, you use that bookmark, and then when you buy something, we see a little bit of action. Do
3: boom. it. <laughs> Boom. Was that like John Travolta? I yeah, it was you? kind of a half-ass, yeah, half-ass John Travolta. No, not half-ass. It was full-ass. That's how he likes it. <laughs> On behalf of Paco and the wonderful Denver Drew Sackman, who we all hate for his perfect life, this is Justin Worship saying, stay frosty, everybody. Oh, by. Th- oh my gosh. Oh, no. I totally forgot something. I'm so glad I caught it. Big news. Yeah! Right now on the on the calendar, we're working out the schedule, but uh, we're going to be recording again on Tuesday at probably 10 a.m. Pacific, most likely. Now this is going to be tentative. We're going to work out a schedule, but here's the new plan moving forward: we're going to start giving you guys two episodes a week because you fuckers are so fantastic. I can't wait. I know Paco's so excited. So many things to laugh at. So. (laughs) So we're shifting from one and a half hours every week. Now we're going to be doing two one-hour episodes each week. One is going to be recorded so he says. Friday. It will be. Trust me. Uh, the more you say that, the less I'll cut it down to 45. I don't give a shit. <laughs> it saves me money. Just despite me. Yes. Uh, no, that uh, We'll be recording Friday nights at 7 o'clock and then Tuesday nights during the day. And uh, we're going to work our way up to give you as many of these fantastic <laughs> episodes as you want. Hold on. He's got a timeout.
1: You just said Tuesday night during the day.
3: What's up? <laughs> Tuesday during the day. Thank you. Yes. That's what you. I meant to okay, say. I okay. apologize to everyone. Tuesday during the day, 10 a.m. Pacific. Friday during the day at night, 7 p.m. Pacific. Is that what you wanted? Something like that. Perfect. On behalf of again, Paco, Drew. This is Just Warsham saying, "Stay frosty." We'll see you Tuesday. Bye.
0: for too long The time is coming When we'll take it in our arms Just keep running